Hello, everyone. I am so excited that you all clicked on this episode in particular because it is an introduction to a new series that I like to call the media series, which I'll get into a little bit more in the episode. But before we do that, before you get to the new goodies, I would like for you to make sure that you're subscribed, that you give me a like, a comment, a rating, five stars, all of that jazz. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening. And now let's get on to the Sunflower Chronicles. Hey, y'all, before we get into the recording of this episode, I did want to say there is a slight buzzing toward the end of the podcast. I'm so sorry, trying out new software, but I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinion. So I hope that you enjoy the show. So sit back, turn it up and stay sunny. What's up everyone? It is your girl Bree and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And I have an esteemed guest with me today. She is super talented, an amazing vocalist, a wonderful musician, a lady of crimson and cream, hilarious I met her when she was just a baby freshman at the University of Alabama. My friend, Skylar. Hi, friend. Yes. No problem. I'm so excited. So this is a new series um, that I'm bringing to my podcast called the Media Series. And it's with M-E capitalized because I think... You know, everyone is always talking about some movie, TV show, music, something, and all that is so important to us. And so I wanted to be able to interview like friends and people just to talk about like their favorite media. And so, of course, the first person that we have to talk about in the media series um, is the none other than the queen, Queen B. We just passed B Day when we're recording this. Um, we love. Beyonce like yes I'm waiting for my vinyl to get in the mail like oh I'm so excited but yes Uh, I'm so excited I have been like just looking at vinyls I got a record player for my birthday this year and so I've been looking at like all these different records that I want like I want a Donna Summer record and Aretha record, Stevie, like just the list goes on and on. And so it's trying, I'm like trying hard to find like um, ones that are in good condition and ones that aren't like the repressed ones. Cause they still sound really good, but I want like that, that like old school, like popping of a vinyl that I still like really like it. But when this album Yes, authentic vibes. But when this album came out, I was like, I have to talk to Skylar about it. Like, you were literally the first person that, like, popped in my head. I was like, who can I talk about with this? Skylar. Duh. Um, And so I'm so excited. Yes, we see each other. Like, uh, you guys um, should definitely go follow Skylar on all of her socials. She sings all the time. If you just want to serenade yourself, pull up one of her videos. She sounds great. Um, I'm going to have all of her socials in the uh, details below. 
But let's go ahead and just jump into the conversation. So I have like a few questions for our like little opening segment. So my first one is, what is your very first Beyonce memory? Um, one that easily pops up in my head is being young. I can remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when the Irreplaceable video came out on 106 and Park. And I was just like, she is so bad. Like, oh my God. Like she, I love her. Like, and I just remember from that point, just exposing myself to all of her work and wanting to just understand her and know everything about her as an artist and just engulf myself in her work. Because from that, I was just like, she's freaking fantastic. And I love this woman. She doesn't know me, but I love her so much. So that was my first memory of her. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like I, it's always so wild. Like in, like there are just certain pop culture moments that you remember. Like everybody remembers where they were right. when like Whitney died, when Prince died, when Michael Jackson died. But like, I remember the first time I heard Beyonce and was like cognizant that this was Beyonce. Yeah. And it was 106 and Park again. <laughs> um, and it was mm. the Crazy in Love music video. Like, I don't know okay. what was in that music video. She put some spy in that. But I was like, hello, who is this person? <laughs> okay. And like, it was so good. And then my mom, like when that came out, I think my mom had just bought the CD. And so one thing that I appreciate about buying CDs is that with a lot of, not every artist does it, but like with really big artists who like right. really care about what they put out, like the whole experience of buying an album, yes. there's the little booklets inside and the dangerously in love when it went insane she like she did exactly. what she needed to do and i was like i am obsessed and like from that moment i knew that like she was someone so special and then so like you know as i grew up yeah. i love watching like behind the scenes videos of things my favorite behind the scenes videos right. are of her tours seeing what it really like what really like, goes into her shows yes like work ethic. Crazy. Yes, like literally, work ethic okay. looks lazy. She makes you feel bad about your work ethic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, huh? Right. She did all of that in 24 hours, right? And I did nothing. Cool, got it. Mm. But she, she is so amazing, and um, I love that both of our first memories right. of her are from like one yeah. of six in part. RIP. Wish it was still here. <laughs> Cause that was like the best thing of seeing like music videos what was hot at the time, and everything. Right. It was always so fun. But my next, yes. Like I remember watching it. Like I think dangerously in love came out like around the summer time. I want to say, but like, i used to love coming home from school and like watching one six in park cool. to like try and catch yeah. like the fun music videos and stuff like that. But like obsessed i've always just been obsessed with like music and things like that and especially like, music videos it's right. like mini movies so it's like of course have to watch but um my next question for you is what is your favorite like beyonce album top mm, to bottom that's hard um i think renaissance would definitely be my number one it would be my number one for sure um 
I think as a body of work, that one there, it has nothing on the rest of her other six albums because the, the instrumentation, the production of it, like it's literally perfect. So that one is going to be my number one for sure. Um, I may put B-Day at number two just because I like the vibes. That's when she was really like set into her solo queer, like mm-hmm. I'm Beyonce now. Like, yes, I love DC3, but I'm Beyonce. So Her. B-Day for number two, four coming in at a close yes. number three. Um, or mm, let me take that back. I'll say mm-hmm. self-titled for number three, because I think that's when she stepped into like the whole new Beyonce of like, I'm grown, I'm grown, I'm a mom, but I'm a wife. Right. Like that's like, she cussing on that. like I'm Beyonce <laughs> now, like I'm going to be me and I don't care what anybody else says about it. So that one's going to be number three, okay. and then I'll put four at number four. <laughs> yes. Four at number four. Um, I <laughs> would put... Yes. Dangerously Love at number five. Because of all the bops that come from Dangerously in Love. Mm. All of the bops. The five, number one. She said I didn't have one. Yes. five. Period. And then I would put... <laughs> I would put um, I Am Sasha Fierce at number six. She has a lot of great ones from that one, but I think all of the other ones just have a lot more favorites on those for me. So I would put I Am at number six, and then I would put um, the last one is going to be number seven, Lemonade. Oh my God, how in the world can I put Lemonade at number seven? And that's why you can't number her albums, because that is a total lie total complete lot. Lemonade is definitely top three for me. Definitely top three. <laughs> definitely top three. So shift every okay. shift four all the way down yes. five and put Lemonade like... right there at number four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For, but like literally I agree. I like the same as you're going down the list I was like yes. And I was like where's she going to put Lemonade? Where's she going to put Lemonade? <laughs> But like, I like that you literally can't rank it. And it's, it's so funny whenever I see people like rank her albums, it's like, it's like you're ranking, um, like, I don't even know. It's like you're ranking something that's like equally as great. Like you're like, you can't, like, you can't like everything is like, you can tell she puts so much hard work into each body of work. And so you're able to appreciate it as like it's the best thing and so like when renaissance came out i was like exactly. it can't and take my number one spot so easily like it can't <laughs> <laughs> right and then the fact that i literally had to force myself to listen hey. to other music because right. i just kept playing renaissance i was like i can't <laughs> like it is it is wild but definitely renaissance takes my number one spot um, honestly, Renaissance and B-Day are kind of tied just because I feel like the composition of both, um, resemble each other. And I think like Renaissance is B-Day's like older sister. Absolutely. Like by the vocal stacking, production, samples, like old school references in like the visuals and everything, like the, like the cultural references in B-Day and the cultural references in Renaissance. Just, right. Just kiss. kiss. Like she she did what she needed to do. Ah let me get my charger. Sorry. But like the with 
with like all of those things like we talked about how iconic she is and how iconic every album is what makes her iconic like when you when you hear Beyonce and like what do you feel like makes her iconic? I think the number one thing for me that makes her iconic is she doesn't put herself in a box she allows herself to grow outside of what she's comfortable with. I think that's one thing she had in common with Michael Jackson. Like they weren't afraid to, if this is a song that sounds like country music to me, I'm going to try country country music. If I'm feeling rock, I'm going to try rock. If I'm feeling gospel or like a churchy sound, I'm going to use that. She doesn't allow what she hears to make her uncomfortable and trying something new. She literally forms all of her ideas so perfectly with different elements of music and just grows. She doesn't allow R&B to just be her one outlet for making music. She taps into so many other different genres of music. So I really love that. I think that's what allows her to, I think that's what makes people mad about her is like some artists, a lot of artists can't say, oh, I'm a pop artist. Let me go try some gospel or let me go try rock. A lot of people can't do that. Beyonce and Michael Jackson are the only two artists that I know that can do that. So that's really dope to me. Yes, and like the exactly. she she's multifaceted, and like she literally is the epitome of like the duality of man of how she can be so many things, and like, and you can tell she puts forth effort in all that she does, um, and I don't know, like it's always so funny, like I know a few people who are like Beyonce is like overrated or different things like that, and I'm just like. Have you seen like, what Beyonce does? The same, Have you seen what your fame does? <laughs> Can't be. Like, and the thing is, is like, I'm not, I'm not asking people to like her, like stand her. Like I, like, I love Beyonce. Like, I'm not asking you to be on that level right. of like, I love Beyonce, but you can still have respect for like the great work she definitely that deserves it. she does. Like, I'm not a big, like Kanye West Right. I'm not a big Kanye West fan, but I can understand that he, right. like, musically, he is amazing. Like, right. I can give that to him. <laughs> he needs a little work on everything else. But okay. that music, he, he got he that, got that, that music, producing okay? that music. He got that music. But, like, yes. Um, and so, like, she she's just iconic for the simple fact of she's, like, a musical shapeshifter. Like you said, like, she can, she has a song with the chicks. Like, country legends exactly and she just flows like the missing puzzle pieces like fit right in you wouldn't okay also what makes her iconic is the fact that she narrated serena williams Literally. retirement commercial for gatorade exactly first of all both of them are legends like narrate for to a have legend. a legend narrate Hello. your retirement commercial oh like <laughs> period period Stand. drop the mic <laughs> yes she like she is wonderful um and i love that like she tr- like she truly came up as like like the kid who was like i want to be a singer and did everything they could joined singing competitions formed their own group was super like diligent about it like you she like grinded she worked from the ground up to become who she is and i think that is also like credence i don't think like a lot of these artists have like a lot of them just kind of got lucky and they were at the right place at the right time 
Beyonce got denied right. on national television. Right. <laughs> and and now she uses that as a promo in exactly. her like in her concert clips of her losing on the, like, now, the Dick Van Dyke so show. So many more people are but, like, viewing or her whatever shows and called. looking at the, her concerts and just amazed by her like Yes, like inspiration. Like and I think it's so cool especially to see her relationship with like Meg um and like see how like you can tell that Meg has looked up to Beyonce. And you can t- like you can tell like the people who have Love worked with her, her Chloe, absolutely. Hallie, um like she like she is inspirational. Right. And she like demands respect. And I also feel um like she doesn't take herself so seriously either like as serious as we take her i think that she like is regular she just happens to be very very rich but she's still regular like Like, right like the and the thing is is that i know she is regular because the way her mom posts about her exactly like her mama posts like my mama look at my baby (laughs) on instagram graduation photo (laughs) beyonce is regular yes right like showing all the behind the scenes stuff and beyonce being embarrassed like when i think it was like the grammys she was pregnant and adele won um and adele broke that grammy statue i will never forget that (laughs) right like miss ma'am you did that on national television um but like that video of tina recording beyonce like that's like her real hair is so long (laughs) I don't know what she put right. in it. It'd just be Beyonce juice, probably. But her real hair is so long, and she was getting it done after she performed. And she and her mom was like, Beyonce, stop. And Beyonce was like, right. stop. I was like, right. that's me. Regular, relatable. I'm like, one right. thing. And that's embarrassment. Wow. <laughs> so, like, uh, she's an icon. She is a legend. She is the moment. Um... And then, so what, like, so now we're going to hop into, like, the Renaissance talk. Um, what were your initial feelings around Renaissance? My initial feelings around it, like, when I first started listening to it, I listened to it just like everybody else. You stopped what you were doing at 11 o'clock Central, and you played the album from top to bottom. So when I started it, of yes. course, that girl came on first, mm-hmm. and I was just like, and then as it kept progressing, you know, it's just like, whoa this is insane it's like the transitions to each track the the production the different features or the different references in Mm -hmm. it like it just made me feel really good like it made me feel like shoot i'm that girl too i'm not on her level but i'm that girl too and i think that's what it was intended for like she intended for everybody to listen to it (laughs) and feel happy to feel inspired to feel just good about where they are in life no matter who they are or what they are so i think Overall, she definitely tapped into what she wanted to, what she knew people were looking for. So I think it was just phenomenal. The first listen, I was just like, this is insane. Insane. Like the vocals, like everything. And like when I first heard that she was coming out with another album, like I get, I don't know, like I get this thing of like, anxiety whenever like my favorite artists are putting out new music and things i like get this like 
flutter in my stomach. I was like, <laughs> like, what if it's a flop? Like, if it's a flop, right. I'm going to still listen to it because I love her. But, like, I can't have people dogging out right. my girl. I can't take on Twitter like that. But, like, she delivered. And I think, like, I was so nervous to know what the whole album was going to sound like based off of Break My Soul. Simply because Break My Soul was, like, House. very 80s, pop house like like very like there is like an image that you get there's like a whole rolodex of music that like you hear when you hear break my soul and i'm thinking but with that new interesting yeah i was gonna say with that i think that break my soul was the best choice Mm -hmm. as far as the first single before that for the album because it gave insight on what we could expect on where she pulled like her inspiration from what sounds we could expect what yeah. what energy we could expect i think that break my soul was the perfect choice as the single for the album because it just gave the prereq of what was to come for the body of work yes and i'm so like it's so funny that you mentioned like that being the first album because i literally had a question later on like what do you think there could have been another single but i don't think like because of the way like the transitions and how cohesive this album was that she didn't have many single options and i think like if you have an album where you know you can't release a single you know your album is about it's either about to like slap and go so hard or right it's it's gonna be a little different now what was so funny when break my soul came out it was on the 21st of june and it was on my (laughs) aunt's birthday that's the only reason i remember what day it came out um and so but what was hilarious about it is drake had released yeah i think like three or four days before she did and he did a he did a house album honestly never mind (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Drake is great. <laughs> that could have stayed in the drawing board. Like, and and the thing is, is like, do people stand Drake how people stand Beyonce? And I'm like, like, and I was expecting him to come with like the song of the summer. Like, I was ex- like, I was ready. And I don't think, I think it could have like had a little bit more time. And I think with like the way that it's like Drake's album sounded, it sounded like he was trying to create that, like that TikTok hit that was like so different yeah. because it was a completely different genre. Also side note, cause we're not talking about Drake the whole episode, but we're talking about Beyonce. I just side tangy. I love how people are like, well, I wonder what <laughs> accent Drake is going to put on for the album <laughs> because, <laughs> right. because right. it'll be Jamaican. Right. It'll be French. It'll be Canadian. It'll be American. Anything. It'll be Spanish. (laughs) Right. You you never know. But um, yeah. So like, my initial feelings around Renaissance were like nervous, but excitement. Like I was, I was so excited. Um, and like, I think, like, because I remember like four coming out and like self-titled came out while i was asleep yeah so like i didn't even get to revel in self-titled the first initial because right. beyonce said oh y'all want music here you go um but like lemonade and renaissance were like my first two beyonce albums of you were like engaged. being super cognizant yeah. of like this is an album drop yes like i literally bought Same. a vinyl 
that night when it came out because she just had because she released them i think for like a week and then they went off sale and then they went back on sale period and i was able to get another one and i was like oh wow so glad i was able to get a vinyl but like the like your first initial listen like what was it like because i saw you on twitter we were tweeting together like what was it like being able to listen to a whole album like on twitter and like have the commentary of every honestly like i've been in one of my tweets it felt like we were all together at a listening party in the club going crazy at the same time like everybody was giving the same feedback on the same songs at the same time so it was just like we're listening to this together and even with like the people that tried to leak some of her music everybody that i knew didn't listen to it so it still felt really special it felt like yes we're listening to this together we're riding this wave together and it was just like a a breath of fresh air like throughout the whole summer i think that was one of my highlighted memories just feeling like beyonce like again she does it again it was great it was really great like amazing like I love like when stuff is happening and people live tweet like that's why I look forward to like Super Bowls and right. like Alabama football games and the Grammys and things like that because it's specifically like the black <laughs> Twitter people that we follow yeah. like from our college town funny. we are some funny folk okay entertainment Hi. TV hilarious and yes <laughs> like it is it is so funny and like when i was listening to the album i literally was like laughing crying like squealing and everybody else was having the same exact reactions and i was just like i'm glad like i'm glad right. that i'm not like alone in this human experience right. of like experiencing her music so i thought that was super fun so now let's get into the breakdown of the album um so this album has 12 songs and it is i want to say like an uh, one hour and two minutes yes or no it has 16 songs one hour and two minutes um i was like i don't know why i think she stand like standard albums yeah. is like 12 12 13 songs um but i also it doesn't feel like 16 songs when you're listening to it like like because when i was doing my initial listen like it trans like it went in from that girl to cozy and i'm like exactly. dang when's the next song gonna come on and then i was like that transition let me the tell transitions you let me were tell too you. smooth like Exactly. I literally had to like watch Going my from phone. It to energy, you're a halfway through energy before you realize energy is energy. I was like, she is insane. <laughs> like, what? You're halfway through the song and it's almost over. Like, and it is just amazing. Uh, I was like, dang. She already, like, I'm already two minutes into it. Like you said, energy. I'm already, like, I didn't think I realized cozy. I was in cozy right. until I got to, like, the chorus. Like, the first time she said, um, because she comfortable. Like, I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> I'm not that girl anymore. I'm in cozy. No, for real. <laughs> like, I was like, this is just amazing. She's great. I love her so much. 
Um, but what would you describe like the overall feel of the album? Like if you had to like qualify it into like a sentence, how would you like I would say, say the whole it's album a feels? Fun like? loving, free, liberated album. It makes everybody feel good. It's not I mean, it has influences from specific audience, but it doesn't feel like it's just for one audience, if that makes sense. It feels like it's for everybody. So it's a body of work that's meant to bring light to dark spaces, I feel like, and joy to people everywhere they are, anywhere they are. So Yes. (laughs) Perfection. I love that. Like, like bringing light to dark spaces. Like, I think it is, this album really felt like it was for the girls, the gays, the they's specifically black girls, gays, and they's. I mean, you, it's had, had you hate okay. outside the club. If you're hating, like you wish. you wish you could be this fly and it is <laughs> okay. Like it is so just, she she really did what she needs to do. I think if I was able to describe the feel of this album, like you said, liberated, joyful, like black joy, period, from Beyonce. Like this is like dance around in your kitchen, literally, just because you hear the song on the radio type of music. This is like it, like it brings like a boost of just goodness and. I don't know what's going to happen to tomorrow, but I feel so happy in this moment. Like that is what that music feels like. And I think that's also like, like this album is what people needed. Like, and like this album, like, especially with a lot of the music that came out this year, period, like it kind of gives like 2016 vibes of like the good music that makes people feel good. This is like that, but like I'm grown. Right. <laughs> like like and and it feels so good and i think um she like i think the references that she chose to pull from she like because like because of just the influences that like um black lgbtq like culture has on pop culture already and then just black culture in general like we influence and black gays influence everything. And like, I watch a TikTok of like someone trying to find like references that aren't from black and or people of color. It's hard. Very hard. (laughs) We're everywhere. Like, and so per, um, like, and to see that like in this album is, is amazing. So like this, this album is truly like, feels like freeing light airy like dancing like this feels like you're like the album gives the vibes of like you're going to a really good party and you know you're gonna sweat but you're also okay with sweating because the party is so exactly like that's what at all like i will sweat out my (laughs) hair to this album period (laughs) um so what like what are your favorite musical elements from the album like production um chords like the like just basic like pure music analysis like what is your favorite things from this album um i would say that i love how every song has perfect elements to get the point across that she's trying to like 
tap into like say for instance alien superstar the chords at the end of the song where she's we just reaching out to the solo. that part gives extraterrestrial space yes. vibes, but it's so freaking beautiful that from the influences that she has in there the mm-hmm. bootsy collins influence she has in cuff it the donna summer and summer renaissance the freeness and the and the drake vibe she has and heated like Everything was perfectly placed yes. and well thought out. It was just brilliant production, like brilliant. Nothing, it was, everything was a hit. Nothing was a miss, mm-hmm. nothing. Like at all. And I think like production, like I'm very big on like how things sound like sonically. And I think it, like it felt good to listen to like like physically like not even like oh i love the vibes but like physically it felt good to listen to and like you said with cozy and alien superstar and heated and um summer renaissance plastic off the sofa like sonically I don't know what she had to do to get to that, but that also, please tell me you were also like, when you first saw, when you first heard that song, you were like, Solange helped with this. Please tell me I'm not the only one that didn't, that thought like, so listen, you can hear Solange. I don't know your middle name. No, you can hear it. Like I can, I can definitely hear Solange's influence in that song. And it's just like the song, the title of the song perfectly influences what the song is about like nobody i'm thinking she about to sing about plastic on the sofa for real but she's talking about somebody loving you freely and somebody loving you and being themselves and being excited to be around you just as they are and just as you are so yeah brilliant like who thought of that who can like, think of that and and literally and it's and i the thing i love is like that is such like a niche like black old school southern reference of like you everyone has that one relative that still has plastic on their sofa to this day they bought the sofa in 1984 exactly and that thing still looks brand new because that plastic is still on it but like i got those references and like you get the significance of someone taking off plastic covering from furniture and you're like dog like like the like the type like i feel like like the titles for this like perfectly um correlated to like the lyrics and the lyricism with this amazing like um oh my goodness my favorite lyrics i think are like in cozy and in heated I think those have like some of my favorite lyrics and Virgo's groove, like, like honestly, cause like, especially cause I think cause her birthday was yesterday and like, kind of like the start of Virgo season was recently. Like, I think of the aspects of people who I know are Virgos and like also just seeing how be- like the intimate parts that uh, the small intimate parts that we see of Beyonce's life, like you could see, like, I see why she titled it that I see why she said what she said in the song like 100%. perfect and like in heated she talked her stuff like drinking what, what, my what, water what minding my bits from heated 
You know the rest. Yes. <laughs> just perfect. Okay. Oh my gosh. And thick. Thick E. <laughs> that was for the thick oh, girls. So good. I, I love it. Per period. Like, I love it. Where is it? She said, talk my stuff on Monday on my Monday. I'm overrated Tuesday on Where my. Is it? That's it. That's ah! it. That's my favorite line. The... Flip, flip, floppy. And are they not? Like, is that not a true sentence? Because people stay hating. Can't hate the queen. Like, why Why are you hating when you're not the best? Just accept you're not the best and keep it pushing. <laughs> Nothing else to say. I mean... <laughs> Listen, she's your fave's fave for okay. a reason. Hello? Okay? She's your fave's fave for a reason. Exactly. And, like, I, I love it. <laughs> but one thing I do want to talk about, because I know you have appreciation for this, is the stacking. Of every single song, like her layered vocals, it was very rem- like I think this stacking is very reminiscent of B Day and how that sound was like. She was like starting to get into like her like her first phase of maturity in her voice. Like she was like very grounded in her voice at that time, and then now she like she's grown, grown like she, like she, like she has that mom energy that like. I've been through some things. Right. Y'all about to hear right. this. And that's what I feel like these stacks are. Right. Like, and I think it's so, so amazing. Like, w- what is your favorite showcase of stacking on this album? That is such a hard pick. <clears throat> Most certainly the stacks in Virgo's Groove. You are, you hmm. are the love of my life. Perfect. The stacks in plastic yes. off the sofa, fantastic. The stacks in puppet, mm-hmm. fantastic. The stacks in alien superstar, fantastic. Just like I said, literally that end, that end yes. part. Each stack served the purpose. Each stack gave every perfect note that it needed to add the right elements to the song. It's hard to pick one because all yes. of them were so good. Like, like literally and and it's such it's such a hard question but like i just knew you would appreciate like the stacking of it because like me and Skylar were in a choir together um and so we're so used to like having to know what layered sound like like sounds like between three different voice parts Mm -hmm. and so when you are a singer and when you are used to singing in groups and having to like layer vocals like that you you like get like really giddy i feel when you hear it done amazingly by one person that's what that's her voice voice. different level of appreciation and the thing is you know that she recorded each yes and you like you can tell she recorded each of those parts Mm -hmm. not she put saying it one time and then they multiplied her voice and pitched it differently she went in the booth and recorded those parts exactly Mm. you got to be a real talent to be able to do that Um, real talent to be able to do that Listen, and the only person I have heard that, like, does that well, like, of these new singers, aside from her, is Chloe. And, but look where she came from. <laughs> and that's her mentee. Exactly. So. 
protege. Okay. okay. Like, literally. Like, it's so good. And I think also the stacking is very, like, nostalgic to old school 80s. Um, like, artists. Like, it really gives me, like, Stevie Wonder vibes with the stacking gives me clark sister vibes with the composition of the music and specifically church girl church girl is for the church girls like literally <laughs> like i related to that so hard me too so 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 hard and like ugh, i love that she used the clark sister me sample. too like like that was the shocker on just, the album. Ugh, and the, it was that was the shocker literally <laughs> i was like why do i know this right. song like why do i know this sample right. so well <laughs> i was like hmm, this sounds familiar and i listened to it again and then the thing that made me realize what the song was is i was listening to um holy will from their live the clark sisters live album yeah. and when i tell you i almost wrecked my car because i realized <laughs> where that sample came from exactly i was like she doesn't sample the Clark sisters. She sampled the greatest of gospel, the greatest okay. in music, sampled the greatest in gospel. Okay. Okay. Like, and like, she's the only person I know who can make a twerking church girl song and it slaps so hard. And it also did not show disrespect to the sample at all right. either. Like, if you grew up in the church and whatever your relationship with is, you you appreciate that sample. You appreciate the way that she did it and the homage that she paid. And definitely just taps into kiss. how the church Chef girls really feel. We don't want to hurt nobody. Okay. We're just trying to do the best we can okay. and have an occasional twerk with that. So disclaimer okay. for the non-church girls. And what's uh <laughs> right? Like and what is it? Oh bad girls acting it's not like i have never related to it and the thing is is that with that line of bad girls acting snotty i know she's not talking about non-church girls i know she's talking about the church girls who talk about the church girls who have mm-hmm. fun like like without a <laughs> doubt like she true like she truly made it for like the church girls who have that who have that relationship of like i love the church but also i'm still fully right shaming. And I think like that is like the wonderful, like that is like the multifacetedness of right, absolutely. Like you can see her, her gospel, her church upbringing, and things like that. Right, she understands because she was a church girl. Yeah, she was a church girl. She is a church girl. Uh, Okay, um, let's see. What do you feel like again? Just to touch on like the overall message of the album like how do you like what is the story do you think she like wanted to tell with this i think she recorded the album over the process of two years if i'm not mistaken so i really think that she wanted to bring fun loving energy back into clubs back into energy where we're back in same spaces with people we're back engaged with each other amongst the dance floor we're not just standing there like, you know, spitting the lyrics of rap songs, but we're actually dancing, we're actually having fun, we're singing, we're sweating, we're going so hard until we don't even know what time it is. 
I think that the purpose of that album was to truly bring the fun back into people's lives, into their homes, into the club, like anywhere they are, because she tapped into so many different areas. She kept the element of 80s disco house, fun music vibes to bring the energy of the album up. But you can literally have fun with this album everywhere. So it's not just for... It's not just for a specific audience. It's not just for the club. It's not just for your house. It's for carry it with you every day, everywhere you go. And that's literally me. I listen to it in the gym. I be in the gym working out like, I'm that girl. <laughs> it's just that I'm Period. that girl. So it's literally, it's just, it's just meant to bring positive energy back to people is meant for people to see and feel love when they see themselves and that when they see other people it's just it's just fun it's just fun literally yes like i i love it i love everything that you just said like it is especially like the part that like really resonated me with me of what you said is like like the fact of like dancing to songs and not like songs that are meant to dance like, not dances. like twerk songs or line dance right. songs like you know like this is like old school you're going to the club to exactly. dance like that is one thing i think that like kind of turns me away from like going out sometimes is like depending on the club i'm gonna just i'm i don't want to get cute to go stand in place and yell lyrics right. i can do that at right. my house i want to go and Make dance and have fun and i think that's what this album yes like i feel like this album so like one of my favorite tv shows is living single and there's an episode in the first season where they're getting ready to like go out and i feel like this is an album that like the girls from living single would dance (laughs) like it gives like it gives that vibe and honestly like this almost feels like it could fit into multiple um time like time frames you know like it feels like it could fit 70s feel like a little bit 80s 90s 10 years like you could put this out okay and it'll still it'll still stop you could could put this out in the next few years and it'll still absolutely be timeless it'll still be great Yes. And so one thing before we move on from the breakdown is we have to talk about the transitions, have to talk about the transitions in this album. (laughs) (laughs) The transitions. Let's get into it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Let's do it. So like, the thing I remember, I can't even remember what video it is, but there like is a video of her talking about how, I think this was when she was putting out four, if I'm not mistaken, of she was talking about like how people don't make complete I albums. Like, yeah, I know where you're going. And people don't take time to pay attention to like transitions. Yeah. She took her time. This album said, you want to transition, want to hear it? hear it go she took her time like oh yes and you can tell like that like i feel that that was the most intentional part with this album was these transitions for sure like everything of course was intentional but like it feels like she wore like kit gloves with these transitions to make them important for sure 
I agree. I definitely agree. Yes. Um, and so, like, what is your favorite? What's my favorite transition? Oh, go ahead, no, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what is your favorite transition? <laughs> it's a hard one. Um, I love the transition of that girl into Cozy because if you hear it, you know, um, I don't remember if it's East Coast or West Coast. Don't shoot me. But the vibe that at the end is... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then it goes from dun, 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 dun. and it's like, oh, and that was the first transition, right? So it's just like she gonna keep this album moving like that, and then of course you go from alien superstar yes. or cozy to alien superstar. Don't leave the floor. We not done. They're doing a troubleshoot of the system. Then you go from cuff it to energy. Don't even yes. know you went from cuff it to energy. So it's just like the whole, at least first eight songs of the album have solid, seamless transitions. And that's not to say every single one of them is just like yes. you keep rolling, but it's just like every, I feel like she placed every song and every transition so specifically to where it's just like, People are going to keep dancing. We're not even thinking about, you know, if the song stops or not, we're going to keep dancing. And it's just like, you have to pause and take a minute. Like, she really, really intentionally thought out every piece of the transitions, every piece of the song, how she was going to place them in the track list. Like, insane. But my favorite Mm -hmm. one, I think, is definitely going to be probably... The transition from either Cozy to Alien Superstar or That Girl to Cozy because those two are what started like the transition, you know, the seamless transitions in the whole whole album. Those are my two favorites for sure. Yes. I my favorite transition, I think it's because it's one that like kind of catches you off guard not off guard but like because it switches the tempo back up is the one from Virgo's Groove into Move yes that one too that one too like like I feel like you know the album it kind of like it was like I'm that girl it start it's it's very like a medium tempo kind of um song it's almost ed- like edges on like the scenes of like slow, but because of like the actual rhythm of the song is faster right. paced. That's why I feel like it's like a medium kind of tempo. Yeah. And then everything else is kind of fast, medium pace, but like Virgo's groove really does like slow it down for like how slow this track, the the track list does mm-hmm. get. And then with move, it brings it back up. And I love the samples. I love the samples that she uses. And I love specifically that she did not use all just music samples, but like the speaking samples of T.S. Madison, of Big Frida. There was, oh, Miss Hunter. That's the one where it's like, (laughs) uh, yes. Um, oh my gosh, what song is it where she's like, we love different? We. Alien superstar. Is it? Yes. And the thing, the thing I love about that sample is that like the two people that were sampled on it, the person from the beginning and the person up from the end, they were best friends. Mm. 
and the person who she sampled at the end passed away. Yeah. And like, and I don't know, it was just like a perfect homage. Yes. And like, speaking of homages, the tribute she did to her Uncle Johnny. <laughs> Uncle Johnny made my Uncle dress. Uncle Johnny made my dress. That cheap spandex she looked at. Ah, like I, I don't know who Uncle Johnny is. I have never met the man <laughs> in my life, but I know he is proud. Yes. Just, she dedicated the album to him. She yeah, ate. She did. Like, that was her, her uncle that yes. helped raise her. So and like, you can tell that he served a part of like the inspiration inspiration for the album um just because of what he introduced her to what he was exposed to and how he shared that with her you can tell that that played a part in the album for sure yes and like you can tell that she really like did her homework with studying like ballroom culture and she took her experiences from like uncle johnny and things like that to really understand the term and the cadence like like i love watching ballroom videos on like um, Twitter and TikTok and like voguing videos and you like listen to the MC like you like you Energy. have to know your ish and you have to speak your ish to be a ballroom Absolutely. MC and the way she did it yada 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 I was like she she <laughs> could she could be a ballroom MC and like in the thing I specifically love while I'm not a part of the LGBT um, community. I have a lot of friends and a lot of family that are. I feel like she did their representation justice. I didn't feel like she tried to be something that she was Absolutely. not. I feel like she, like she paid an homage respectfully, and like I feel like that is how you do it. But she, she did it with the transitions and the samples of of everything. Um, but that's like the breakdown of the album. Structurally amazing. Transitions amazing. What it like if you if you were to like give it a review for like just like the musical elements alone, the breakdown, the bare bones of it. Like if you were a music critic, how, like what would you review of it? Um again, 1000 out of 10. Um I think the placement of each element <laughs> was intentional and purposeful. Everything served its purpose. Nothing felt rushed. Nothing felt over, you know, how some songs can come out and it feels like it's just trying too hard, doing too much. Nothing felt like that. I think she took each element and perfectly um, inserted it into the song, for lack of a better word, for its purpose to help, you know, just bring that energy. Like everything was just perfectly placed perfectly perfectly thought out so it was just definitely a solid body of work I'm not a music critic but if I was a music critic she would get an A plus plus for me plus 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 so for yes I feel like she gets a 1 billion out of 10 10s across the board <laughs> ten, ten, ten. She, <laughs> she, she did it Ten, ten, tens across the board. <laughs> um, but so for your own personal review, how like how do you how do you feel and how did you feel after your first listen of the album? After I felt or after I listened to it the first time, it just felt like it was so much more I wanted to go back into and uncover it, and it was just like it was so good. I need to go back and listen again so I can 
better explain it or dissect it or under like get into her mind as a as a person that loves to sing i was just like what is she thinking right here and what made her go here with this specific part so i had to go back into it and dive back in mm-hmm. it was just like each time i listened to it i'm just like that's a nasty woman right there that's she is that girl do not play with beyonce Giselle knows carter okay she is the one Okay. She was the one. Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, I I love it. Like, the first time I felt like, this is the one thing I hate when albums release. I hate that they release at midnight. (laughs) Um, A lot of them do. Like, I live on the East Coast, so everything always releases at midnight. And I hate it because if the album is super good, I don't want to go to sleep. I want to keep listening to it. And I was so excited that it, like, the album released when I was out of school. So I didn't have to wake up in the morning and go to school. On Friday, amen. Like, I literally was laying in my bed just listening to it. And I was like, this this is must, this is like what Rue feels like after she takes drugs on Euphoria. <laughs> just laying around, twinkling on the ceiling. Nothing's there. Like, <laughs> I... No, for real. No, for real. <laughs> I literally, like, that, like, those are the vibes that that I got but I just genuinely felt so excited I felt like a kid again getting to open a present like it was just like a burst of like excitement and joy and I feel like especially like in this time like black joy black excitement black anything is like a form of resistance in any capacity whether it's politically culturally daily with the people who aren't black see and like it true like that that level of black joy i got it like just made me so happy like after i listened it made you want to be unapologetically black and made um, you want to be unapologetically you okay doesn't matter who's watching yes like i love it and like i love that a lot of like the people who aren't black i've seen like talking about the album for the most part, a lot of them have like said that you get an, you get, you are granted this opportunity to experience black art this way and not have to like infiltrate it. Like Beyonce put it out on a public platform. Like this is something that feels like so sacred. And a lot of times with black art and black culture, we don't get to hold it sacredness. So like, like we made space. Yeah for this and i like that some some white people not all of them because you know it takes a lot for all them to get on the same (laughs) board but i like that most of them that i've seen have made space like this is a black experience we get to enjoy it but not right don't get don't don't get too crazy too comfortable um okay um but how (laughs) How do you think this holds up as a complete body of work? Like transitions, sonically, lyrically. How do you think this holds up as a complete body of work? I think this album, if not one of the greatest albums ever created, ever in the history of music, definitely number one album created in the last five years, in the past year, maybe in the past 10 years. Definitely number one because... Yes. I don't think a lot of people or a lot of artists nowadays spend too much time getting out of their comfort zone as far as vocal production, as far as trying new things or learning new things to tap into different levels of music. I don't think that people 
spend a lot of time mm -hmm. trying to pull from different energy or different vibes, different genres to create different sounds. I think that artists get very comfortable with where they are and they try to keep repeating the same thing and keep releasing the same body of work with a different sound um, or just a slightly different element. So I think that, again, she doesn't box herself in. She tries to do things that are different. She explores different levels and she's an expert at her research as far as learning what she wants to put into her work or figuring out what pieces create this genre. Like you can tell that in Move, she has Tim's on the song, but you can tell Afrobeats is an influence of the song. So you can tell that she intentionally looked up, okay, what sounds are good for Afrobeats? What sounds are popular that create Afrobeats and make it such a such an enjoyable genre? Like you can tell that each song, whatever genre that she was looking for, whatever style she was looking for, she intentionally looked and did her research on what she felt she wanted her work to sound like. And she meshed it all together just to make this super album so greatest album one of my my greatest album for sure i think this is one of the <laughs> best albums if not the best that'll ever come out that you'll ever hear in your life i i concur and like there are like i can tell you who like my favorite artists of all time are they're very few like it's literally a handful of artists that are my favorite artists of all yeah. time and she is, of course, number one. And I feel like this body of work, like, pushes to, like, my top three. Like, and it's literally about to boot something mm -hmm. out for the top exactly. one spot. Like, it is just an amazing, cohesive album. It flows together. Lyrically, it it is amazing. Culturally, reference-wise, everything it is literally perfect. And there is only one other person now that I think that can garner the same response as like Beyonce and can garner like that sort of like switching up their style, even though I feel like, like the artist doesn't switch up their style that often, but they do have the capability to like lyrically still like switch it up. And I feel like that's Taylor Swift honestly and you watch a lot of the things <laughs> there's always the funny videos of like taylor swift being compared to beyonce especially like after the mtv thing like when formation came out and then taylor swift did a band thing i was like that is yeah. funny and what's funny like also is i grew up loving taylor swift like i grew up loving taylor swift and beyonce like those are like my top two and stevie wonder top three <laughs> which is so funny. And I tell people that and they're like, what? what? And I was like, I don't know if it's because I grew up around a lot of white people <laughs> or if I like just heard like the, my very first Taylor Swift song I heard and I was like, I want to re-listen to it because it like lyrically I liked it was our song. And I think just because it was a catchy earworm and then I just listened to everything else. I was like, I like it. But she has that same energy. And I feel like Beyonce like is a little bit more intentional with her work just because she does the time to research what sounds good with this to curate that particular sound not just like oh this is hot. I, this, this is, is what i want it to sound like and this is how i'm going to make everything else fit exactly. into it right like i want to like make sure that what i make fits into this genre that i'm trying to push myself into and so, like you said, like with Tim's and Afrobeats, like you can tell she like, okay, what does like she 
you can tell she's like, okay, what are the basics of Afrobeats? How can I make an Afrobeat song 100%. on a house music album that is pop, like retro pop influence? Like you can tell she like did those mental math yeah. <laughs> to try and make everything she connected all the dots add up. Um, and so she was literally like this. Like she's she's so intentional and so meticulous with her work, and I think that's why like so many people have respect for her and like. And I think that's like her haters, like, like refuse to realize that she is so intentional with her work and she just doesn't put stuff out for the sake of putting stuff out. Yes, she could put out, put out an album and just slap her name on it. And would it still work? Yes. But because you can tell she does not do that. That's why she gets so much. Exactly. That's not what makes her great. Exactly. What makes her great is the intentionality. Right. Yes. So I do have like some fun questions before we wrap up. What do you feel like the visual elements are going to be like music video wise? Mm. Cause I know we've gotten some stills and everything from the album art, but like, what do you feel like physically, like visually story wise? Like, what do you feel like the music videos are going to look like? You know, it's really hard to explain or think about because I feel like every time you think, and she's gonna go this way. She goes all like completely opposite. But I will say, um, based off of her previous work, I really feel like she's gonna be intentional with as far as how she depicts what the song is talking about. Like when she did um when she did the live action for the Lion King and you see the visuals for that, um, in 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 her uh movie for it. Um Yes. You can see it, find your way back. Like, for example, for that one, the stars in the sky is like, you're following the stars. Mm-hmm. You're finding, you're using the stars to guide you. But her, her outfits, she was the star. Like, she's literally glistening in crystals and stuff like that. So I feel like she's really going to be intentional with how she... Oh, um, that's one of my favorite pictures. Exactly. Ever. I really feel like she's going to be intentional with how she, as she is with everything, but how she um, just talks about or tries to visually fulfill what um what the song is talking about one that i know specifically i can feel like i see it in my brain i can definitely see the visual for cuff it like i feel like she's gonna go back to the funk like dancing old band type boosie collins vibe for that video like she's gonna give us old funk fun vibes Mm -hmm. for that video um for alien superstar i feel like i see of course green alien-esque um she's gonna just for that one Tap into the aliens, the alien superstars. I mean, that's the only way to say it, really, but um, no telling what we're going to get. And I just, I want it out now. I just want to see it. (laughs) But it's going to be great. I'm excited. Like, she keeps putting out the teasers. Yes. She keeps putting out the teasers for the music videos, and they're literally just, like, videos from her, like, shooting for, like, the stills of the visual art. But, like, I definitely, like, the things, let me because like you said, I don't, she she literally can, she can do whatever she wants to. She's going to do whatever she wants to. I can say that she's going to do this and she's going to be like, right. no, <laughs> I am Beyonce. I'm going to right. do this. Um, so, but I like here, like the things that I want for Alien Superstar, like I really want her to like do a ballroom. Oh yeah, she's she, definitely like she's at a ball, getting ready to vogue. Absolutely, she's going to do a ballroom for at least one song. Absolutely, 
Okay, and you and you know what she really should do, Beyonce, if you're listening, because I know you're such a huge fan of my tiny tiny podcast. <laughs> I want you to one day listen. One like my goal is like if she ever does like Parkwood uh, podcasting, I want to get tap in. I will sell my kidney. <laughs> Whatever like, you gotta I do, I don't care. Like I will, I will knock on Jesus's doorstep <laughs> and be like, hey. Big man. You see right. it? <laughs> exactly. Let's go. Um, but I'm like, she needs to get the cast of Pose. Why are we the same person? In one of these. Listen, I thought the same thing. Pose is one of my favorite. It was one of my favorite shows. I can we literally here. see Michael J. Or yeah. Michaela J. I'm sorry. In one of these videos, mm. I can see Billy Porter. I can see all of them in one of these videos. Oh my gosh, Dominique with her cheekbones that literally touch Jesus, the hem Hello. of Jesus's garment. Hello. Mother, Queen Mother. Yes, tens, literally tens across the board. Like if she does not, I will. Okay. And I don't know what budget I okay. will have to hire MJ and Dominique, but it, it'll happen. going to have to stop him with like, the camera or I, something. I tr- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so also for like Cuff It, I feel like she's going to definitely go funk, definitely go bootsy. I also feel like she may pay homage to Blow. Absolutely. A little yeah. bit. Give it Blow vibes. Um, Like, yeah, like I feel like honestly, like like roll bounce but like grown up sophisticated or you know what you know that painting of them dancing at like the dance hall that like everybody's grandma auntie has like yes i feel like she, like she because of how artsy and in her art bag she is i feel like she create that, that for sure but to like cuff for it. sure like definitely and everything else like I feel like the tones for this are going to definitely be like rich jewel tones, mustards, burnt orange, like rust, shimmery disco ball. Like the color palette is going to definitely give like 70s, 80s, Absolutely. like like 75 to 85, I, like that time. Period. I think she's already kind of like perfectly displayed it a little bit because with the teaser that she put out for, um, that girl, you you get the metallic shiny vibes, but you also get the like the matte, the the cool colors. It's not really loud, but I think she's gonna ex- like display those yes. loud bright colors in the right elements. Like for Alien Superstar, of course, that's got to be bright. That's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. So it she it's, just show us, girl. Yes. Show us what you're gonna do. Show us what you're gonna do. She, she... I'm ready, and I and I honestly don't know. Like this is like. Um, like, like, because this is act, we're in her act era and how she has three acts. I wonder how they're going to play out. I wonder if it's going to be like different genres or is it going to be a visual album is act two. And then the concert is act three, or are we going to get like three separate albums? And then she's going to tour, you know, with that, like do global, I don't know. Thinking about it. Um, after listening to the first album, I feel like she tapped into a different, like, a different genre that she's never explored with, before really well. 
And so what I feel like she might do is actually tap into, mm-hmm. that, go back into her, you know, R&B roots. Because the song that she released with the Isley Brothers and Ron Isley, I loved it. And I feel like that was kind of a, like a pre-rick or like a, a pre-little spoon feed of, you know, what's to come. I feel like she's going to tap mm-hmm. into some R&B. She's going to get back to, back to some R&B. I hope so. And I hope that she does a song with Solange. I was very surprised that we didn't get a Solange feature on Renaissance, but I feel like one is going to come. So, we'll see. Yes. Like, I am so, I'm so excited to see what these next two acts are. Like, I kind of low-key hope she does country, because I do like country music. I found a lot of, like, black women in country Mm -hmm. artists over the summer. I found a playlist, and like her song with the chicks just shows what she could do. And it's specifically because of her influences of being from like having roots in Alabama and Houston and new Orleans. Like she could, she could bring that Southern absolutely twang, but I definitely also, I feel like if anything, she's going to do an R and B album and pull again, pull different like genres from that for that R&B album like I I feel that she will do that but I'm so excited to see what what the acts are going to be like I know that I'm going to go ahead and have to sell a kidney maybe a left toe (laughs) for these concert tickets I will cut my leg off I will refinance my student loans to go she's going to see me okay front and center I will be there. Like, uh, one day, you know what, Skylar? Better than going to see her, one day we're going to work with Beyonce. You're thinking my podcasting marketing abilities. Please. We, we, we are going to, like, creative director, me, you singing, being the next protege. (laughs) We're going to work with her. Like, I feel it. Like, I'm going to get to see her be like, hi. I'm Beyonce like I love her voice like she's so country but like tries to tone it down I love that (laughs) that made me happy that you just said that because I think that's one of my if I God willing if you hear me now ever got the chance to meet Beyonce let alone feed have her feed into me what was been fed into her what she's learned and just be, be her protege and just learn and absorb all of her knowledge I don't know what I would do with myself. I really don't. But that's yes. something I think about daily. Like, Lord, please, please just put me in the right position. Literally. Like, like there are very, there are three people specifically that I'd like to work with in Hollywood. And it's Beyonce, Issa Rae, and Kev on stage. Kevin Fredericks. Those are the three Period. people. I ain't got to work for nobody <laughs> else. I just... I like I like I can feel it. Like yes, I'm so passionate about what I do and what I'm in school for, but like the creative desire that has like been inside me since I was little. Like 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 God literally was like, You are meant to be a creative. Boom. (laughs) Like and and like knowing you and knowing your passion for music, like literally like if any if I like if there was anybody in my head who was like, I could see her or see like anybody working with Beyonce, it's you. Like you have that, like, like you have that in you. I will cry on this podcast, so, now. girl. <laughs> Listen, like you, 
Oh, I can see it. Like we like big things are going to come for us creatively. Like we're speaking it into existence. From your now. mouth to God's ears. It's going to be great. Period. Hey God, it's me. Hey friend. Again. <laughs> um yes, but that is it. That's the first episode of the media series. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. Skylar, thank you for coming on i would love to have you back to talk about more music tv invite me honey movies anything you like yes anything you want please let me know i i would love to have you back um i hope you all enjoyed it renaissance was a bop certified bop certified amazing number one album she is that girl she is cozy the alien superstar she is heated and she brings the energy okay okay? because she all up in your mind okay like ah yes (laughs) and it's so good 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 (laughs) When I saw that there was a song called Summer Renaissance, I was like, Donna, Donna Summer. Summer is not on here. She's the OG hot okay. girl. Literally the OG okay. hot girl. Donna Summer and Diana Ross. Okay. Period. Period. <laughs> like, I love it. But it has been another episode of the sunflower chronicles with me and my lovely friend skylar skylar where can the people find you if they want to be like oh i want to like learn more about this wonderful amazing person you guys can look me up on instagram i do a lot of my covers on instagram so my at will be skylar s-k-y-l-o-r-h underscore on instagram and if you go to my instagram i got my tiktok link in the bios just check me out check me out and it has yet been another episode i am your girl brie just a black 20 something girl trying to make it in this crazy crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way i hope you all have enjoyed this episode and as always stay safe and stay sunny